If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Oyeish. Do you think we should share with our Pero Primos our secret weapon to having the energy to record a new episode every single week? Mm, yeah, I think we can let them in on it. It's bolé. What's bolé, you're asking? Only our favorite way to combine fresh food and bold flavors in a way that powers us through each episode. Exactly. Every week before we record, we head to bolé and build a customized bowl starting with a base like forbidden black rice or kale, yeah. Then we add veggies like ginger broccoli and protein, like lemon chicken or miso glazed tofu. I mean, oh, that chicken's really good. And Mira, don't forget, I like to add a little extra flavor with add-ons like creamy garlic and herb sauce or avocado. Yeah, you love that creamy garlic sauce. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, honestly, the combinations are pretty much endless, and they've definitely got something for everyone. And that's because Bolé is on a mission to inspire bold living through the power of fresh food. And if there's one thing we know on this show... It's being bold. Yeah. With locations throughout Florida, including their latest Brickle location, we know when you visit Bolay.com, you'll find one near you. So start experiencing Bolay today and enjoy fresh food to fuel your life. Hey, Miami. You know what time it is? It's time for Carnaval Miami. That's right. Carnival Miami is back and better than ever with the return of their signature events in March. March 5th and 6th, head down to Coral Gables for Carnival on the Mile. In its 24th year, the street fair has three concert stages, art, jazz, and funk, fine cuisine, and family entertainment. This free event is the perfect way to spend a laid-back weekend. Then on Sunday, March 13th, it's the iconic and, you know, oh-so-Miami Calle Ocho Music Festival, the world's largest Latin music festival, takes over Little Havana with concerts, food pavilions, culture, y de todo un poco in a way that it's only the 305 can do. Así que, don't miss Carnival on the Mile or Calle Ocho Music Festival in March. For more information, head over to CarnivalMiami.com. 
See you there. Hey everyone, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 5 of Pero Let Me Tell You. You know what I always think when I when I was younger, I I, I thought she used to say, "I I fuck it and forget," because oh, you say no. we'll never know. No, not our Kylie. <laughs> are we recording? We are. Welcome to episode one one eighty two. Bam! I got it. I've been good in the one eighties, right? One ninety two. One ninety two. Okay, I take back everything <laughs> I just said. Everything. <laughs> Everything. We're we're inching closer to two hundred and you set us back ten. What was um the one seventies you couldn't figure out? No, there was one I think it was like the one twenties or the one thirties. It was probably the beginning of COVID. Well it was. It was, yeah. yeah that yeah, I was yeah. like, are we ever gonna get out of like the episode one twenty something? No, but you also felt that way in the one seventies. Yeah, yeah. So Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Better. I feel that today. Well, welcome to episode one ninety two. Yes. Better let me tell you. I hope everybody had a good weekend, although it sort of feels weird this week to say that. Um, I just have a lot of feelings right now. But with that said, I'm still looking forward to the Sobe Wine and Food Festival. Yeah, and so am I. <laughs> that I'm going to be eating meat for the first time yes, in three days, exactly. three months, Digo. And I was going to say, welcome to Pero Let Me Tell You After Dark. We're recording at a bit of a later time. So when you hear this on Friday morning, it's practically live. <laughs> yeah. Still not as late as when we were in L.A. No, no, because that involved time zones. The LA <laughs> we recorded the LA episode at like it was like four in the morning LA time. No, four in the morning Miami time. Right. So when we finished recording, our show was gonna air in Eastern like, time right. in it, like two it, hours. It was like ready to go. Like, yeah. yeah, like that was live. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I always love that we called it. But let me tell you, it goes west. It goes west. We we need to go west again. <laughs> we do need to go west again. I have better reasons to go west now. Um. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So, I mean, I, I, I feel we have to address the elephant in the room. Brittany's book deal. Brittany got a book deal? Yep, $15 million. <laughs> it should be called... <laughs> it should be called The Things I Need to Say. The, the th- <laughs> Not The Things I Should Have. What is... Should Have Done, Should Have Gone... Should. I don't even know. All I'm going to say is I really hope that they pay her copy editor a lot. Y'all? Why? Y'all? Because if, if her... I'm just a southern girl, y'all. If her book writing is anything like her Instagram writing, that <laughs> person has quite the little task ahead of them. Yeah, she's going to have a team of ghostwriters, yeah. isn't she? <laughs> you know what? I have to say they that... They might actually be ghosts. I have to say that, seriously, there's, there's a certain art form to that because, like, for example... Mariah Carey's autobiography, mm-hmm. The Meaning of Mariah Carey, it was it was written with uh, Michael, is it Michaelina Davis or sure, um, she's an author. Okay, so obviously I'm sure that she had a lot to do with like the writing, helping and an outline, together the book. Or, right. but the the book is very much written in Mariah's voice. Like if you, yeah, you have to be able to write in your subject's if, voice. If you are a fan of Mariah it, 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 and you know how she speaks and how right, right. what she calls certain things, it's it, it seems very natural. So either yes, 
she really picked up on Mariah's voice or Mariah had a really big input. So I, I feel that with Britney, it, it would probably have to be the same thing because yeah. it's it's really hard to read an autobiography without y'all. <laughs> that's true. Maybe, just, maybe that's what Touch of Rose is. <laughs> but that, I, no, I didn't know she got a book deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happened this week. So are we waiting for the Oprah interview? So it's, it's a matter of time. Yeah, it's just got the books just got to come out essentially. I think what her sister did is so shitty, just so awful. As yeah. I, as you and I were discussing, like, I don't have anything against Jamie Lynn because I, I, I feel like Jamie Lynn is in a situation. If if you remove yourself from it, like mm-hmm. Jamie Lynn had no control over the conservatorship, had no, you know what I mean? That's yeah. true. You know what I mean? So in that sense, but it's like, but then she goes and does things like this, where I'm like, mm. what? What? And you and I were talking about this off air. Yes, <laughs> as we do on occasion. Um, that. Does Jamie Lynn really believe that she has a fan base out there that really wanted this autobiography? Right. Like, how many hardcore, like, what is this, Zoe, Zoe 101? 101, yeah. Fans are there out there? Like, really? Like, right. I mean, I mean, come on. And yes, yeah, so I should tell you, the book is not about, uh, it's not about, about Britney. Britney. Well, but it is about Britney because all you talked about was Britney right. and all your press was about Britney because if she really, timing wise, if she nothing really else. and timing, exactly. Right. If she really didn't want to speak about Britney, then in all her interviews that she did in her press mm-hmm. tour, she would have not talked about Britney. She could have put a disclaimer in there saying, I, I this is what I will not be discussing. Right. I because will not be God knows sister. there have been interviews that have told us, Hey, you can of talk course. about whatever you want, except for X. Exactly. Oh, we've been told that. <laughs> but exactly. You know, or she could have given a very general statement like, you know, I love my sister. I wish my sister well. You know, I'm glad that she is now free to be her own person. Right. And that's all I'm going to say about it. But, you know, every single interview she did was about Britney, Britney, Britney. So right. it, it's just, I, I've told you, like, I think that that family, I mean, obviously we don't know them and we didn't know them. I think that that family is the perfect example on how money changes people and yeah. it brings out the worst in people because they seemed to be like a your average southern family yeah like yeah and and even when britney first came out like i wouldn't say that it was a wholesome image but they seem you know they were a family an average and, family like, and then yeah. and then all here, this happens, and here we are <laughs> right because like now she's not speaking to her sister and her mother and her brother and it's like i always think like oh yeah I go really big for me not to be talking to my mom, yeah. my parents and my brother and you know all that I mean now that we've said each other things throughout the years but you always come back <laughs> I had a huge fight with my father my brother one time it was uh, Christmas Eve oh shit yes it was Christmas Eve of 2006 okay so this is recent-ish yeah it was like I think it was my first Christmas back from Michigan okay and there was tension building up and, and that year, we did Noche Buena at my brother's house. And I left. It happened like mid, like it was like nine o'clock at night on Noche Buena, like prime en for, time. En fiesta. Prime time. That him and I started having words, and I I got, it, it escalated right, right, right. very quickly. And I left his house in a very dramatic fashion. I'm, like, I'm, I'm leaving. leaving. I'm leaving. And I left. And then my, my parents go off. <laughs> no, por favor. Por favor. <laughs> Like, and I made it very dramatic, you know. And then you know, the next day, <laughs> actually, no, I didn't no, talk. But... I didn't talk to him until New Year's. <laughs> a whole week, whole week, a whole week. <laughs> well, that's because you know, at that point, you had left the problems behind. Yeah, yeah that's it. Año nuevo, carta limpia. We had we hadn't tirar cubo de agua yet, but you know, but still. But anyway, yeah. but no, I the, the the real elephant in the room, obviously, that that you so, wanted to bring up was so. Um, 
I feel that with this Ukraine stuff, and you know, we always like, I feel <clears> that we've said this before on the show, you know, we, we try to make people laugh and we try to have a good time with people. Um, but you know, and, and I feel we always struggle a little bit when we have to talk about like heavier, topics. really, really yeah. heavy topics. Yeah. And we, not even, because we want to, but we don't and, want to and be not even controversial topics. No, because, no, you know, we've taken politics head on, right? Many times, but this is like another level. But this is right? just serious. I mean, so right. let me ask you something because I, I always like to kind of read the room because you know, I am a very political person and I am very, very like I read the news, I mm-hmm. watch the news. So I understand that a lot of times my perspective on things is a mm-hmm. little bit different than like the general right, right, right. population, if right. you will. Um, what is your take on it, on the situation with Ukraine? What is your take on it? What do you know? What do you not know? What are you not sure so, of? What, you know? It's funny you say that because actually knowing that we were going to be talking about it, I looked into it a little bit. De verdad. Yes, I did a little research. Um, were the only Ukrainians you knew, were, was it Vax and Ma- uh, Max and Val? No, there's... But they're everybody's favorite Ukrainians. It's true. If I, have to, I mean, you know, out of all those famous Ukrainians, so famous we did not mention. To, I used to love Max... But then I liked Val more. Yeah, there's something Val Val's a little more mischievous. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, nothing like talking about Max and Val when we're talking about. Well, Val. I mean, listen, we gotta lighten the room somehow. Yeah, okay. Um, so I was it's funny from Dancing was, with the Stars people. In, in case oh yeah, in case yeah, yeah 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 sorry. Well, they they listen to our show. They know we are Dancing with the Stars uh, fans. Um, so yeah, so I did a little bit of research to to feel like I kind of maybe would learn a little more. I was it's funny you said that. I was actually going to ask you to kind of explain the situation to our listeners but i will go ahead and, and give my very lay person mm-hmm. um so from what i could tell i mean obviously ukraine is an independent country mm-hmm. um russia as well and there are again i could be completely wrong from what i read and understood there are essentially like these pockets within ukraine that have for no for lack of a better way of putting it expressed a desire to no longer be part of the ukraine mm-hmm. and want to go back to Russia and so Russia has said okay well we have to help them because there's also like Nazis in there and and then it just kind of gets like kind of wacky because it's like okay but I don't understand how this escalated to this level now I understand how this escalated to that level in the sense of like I understand what a Vladimir Putin is so I could see how you know this just you put up, you put somebody there who's power hungry, and I could see how it could escalate to this level, but I don't understand how it escalated to this level. Okay, so how much of that? What, so did, okay. I, did I get like a C okay. plus? No, you, you, you. Well, you did. The thing is that it escalated to this level by fake outrage and fake escalation because he was going to do whatever he wanted to. Right. Well, that, right? Right, right, right. So it was a matter the, of time. The, the fake, es- the fake escalation, if you will. Okay. It was a matter is, of if not is when. Is that he? The the the, sorry, when, the face that he was you know excuse he was giving to the world okay is that he didn't want uh, oh and NATO and NATO. NATO's involved Ukraine to correct, join NATO, correct, NATO, correct, NATO correct. right what people have to understand is that NATO was was formed uh, during the Cold War um, as an alliance of different nations against the Cold War right against, against the Soviets. Soviet Union mm-hmm. um, so when the Soviet Union Fell. dissolved. Right, NATO continued, and the purpose of NATO is not so much now against Russia, but it's an alliance of countries. Okay, right. right. Um, so, the Ukraine wanted to eventually maybe join NATO. So, which, by the way, they hadn't even like formally no, applied. Right. Like, this is not like 
they were signing the treaty this week. Right. And, no, right, no, no, right, no. Right, right. So the fake outrage, as we call it sometimes in other issues, is that he didn't want NATO to, um, he didn't want Ukraine to join NATO. As far as the pockets that you're talking about. Now, in all fairness, he didn't want Ukraine to join NATO, but as an independent country, Ukraine can do whatever the fuck it wants. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right, right, right. No, right. I, I want to I right. like make right. all these very right. clear. And then, you know, as early as um, earlier this week, <laughs> he was saying like, I'm not going to invade Ukraine. Right. Which what, what I think is really interesting about Vladimir Putin is that every time there's an issue, whether it's a cyber attack, whether it's uh, an act of war, because he's downed passenger jet, uh, jets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anytime... Anything like that happens, always like, oh, it wasn't us. Like, it wasn't us. Like, it's like, really? Do you right. really think people are that stupid? Right. I think it's kind of funny that this is the, the, the farce that they put to the world. He's like the shaggy of dictators. <laughs> it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, it, that was like the fake excuse. Those pockets that you're talking about mm -hmm. within the Ukraine mm -hmm. that are like strongholds of the Russian, that are pro-Russian, you know, that's all been planted. Those are all like areas that he has put like local leadership that okay. is pro-russian it, it, this is this is something that he's been doing for quite some time okay. i mean the, the, the machinations of this have been going on for a yeah, while this didn't just happen today right right right, right. right? so you know to to go with what you were saying like oh it, it escalated yeah it escalated but he was gonna go in he was gonna do what he was gonna do right no it, matter what it wasn't a matter of if but when right um so you know the obviously, <laughs> obviously, the the ramifications of this are very serious because this right now as it is, and this just started today. Yes, yeah, it's like forty eight hours old. Right, right. It's already the greatest uh, milit military mobilization in Europe after World War Two. Really, already? Yes, I mean there really hasn't been anything like that. After World War Two, no, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's just again, it's just one of those things where you don't think about until yes, you think about it. <laughs> yes. Um. So, I mean, this is something what people have to understand. You know, people that are not involved in politics and people that are maybe aren't well versed in mm -hmm. this type of stuff is that the reason why this is so important is because you are letting a man decide not only the fate of millions of people in a country, but shape the geopolitical world to his liking. Right. Like, you know, I want this country back. I want this country. I'm going to get it. Right. So, and why the Ukraine? I actually, I've spoken to a couple of people this week who've called me. I, 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 I I've, I've said this. I sometimes, I take it as a compliment, but sometimes it's a little like, oh, how anytime something happens, like something big, like, people contact me like what do you think about this like right. what are your points like i'm very flattered that people but at the same time want my opinion <laughs> like, but i'm like i okay but chico don't know what i like <laughs> like wikipedia that shit you know if, if all else fails Google, but i'm flattered right but, you know right, right, right. um what, what the kind of example i used mm -hmm. was imagine if mexico all of a sudden said we're taking texas back bitch California's ours again. <laughs> We're taking Texas back. <laughs> like it or not. Boom. Texas Here is ours. Here you go. Right? It's kind of like that. Because the Ukraine was a Soviet 
was part of the Soviet correct, bloc, correct. right? Although what he is saying is that the Ukraine is Russian. Well, actually, you, the Ukraine has even older, um, older um, genealogy. Yes, than mm-hmm. the the Russian, you know, kingdom, if you will, okay. or the, the olig- uh, oligarchs. Yes, mm-hmm. and the czars and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, it actually predates Russian, but it is very much part of. The Russian, the Russian cult- history, history and, and okay, cultural okay. landscape. Although, although they have been their own autonomous country for quite some time now, so it is not. A, it's not Russia. Right. It's not Russia. Right. So, um, yeah, it's like if the U.S. Like, <laughs> well, it's like the U.S. And, and and Britain, I guess, in the sense that right. It's, if, it's, if, it's, if, if if England came back and go, hey, guess what? Guess what? Politeness week is over. Now <laughs> we not only do we want the colonies back, we want the whole damn thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Forget the thirteen colonies. You know, New England. New England is really ours. It's old England now. It's old England now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And we, we have we have Megan. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you know what? We want her back. Yes. So I mean it it's we laugh at it, but it it's like that. Right. And and look, aside from the well no aside no, most importantly, the loss of human life, yeah. the potential that this has to be a catastrophic this not to sound really dramatic and not to like you know alarm be that, people, not to be that guy. Obviously there's a lot for that needs to happen that hopefully will never happen for us to get here but this again i always say this about history this is why i'm right. obsessed with history you got to know history you got to understand it you got to read it you got to consume it you got to be obsessed with it because what what always happens with history it repeats itself it repeats itself what's the saying those who don't know history are doomed, doomed to, to repeat, repeat it, it. Mm-hmm. those who don't learn when you history. look at the beginning of world war one and world war two World War One started with the shooting of the Duke um, Franz, Ferdinand. Fr- Franz Ferdinand in, of Austria, the right? And I, that the set- only reason I know that it's because of the band. Oh. <laughs> Do you know how many people know that Istanbul was Constantinople <laughs> because because of- <laughs> they might be giants? <laughs> yes. But hey, whatever you, whatever gets you there, whatever gets you there. Yeah. <laughs> I have no shame in saying that. It's like that's how I know about Franz Ferdinand because of the band. I love you. <laughs> Listen, it wasn't that long ago that I found out what Nine Inch Nails was about. The name. Wait, what? What? Wait. You're talking about the band. Yes. The name. But you that didn't would... know what Nine Inch Nails meant. No, not until like maybe like 15. You didn't know the reference. No, not until like maybe 15, and 20 you, years ago. And you took your confirmation when you were in fifth grade? Yes. Okay. Well, no. Was it fifth grade? Well, whatever. Whenever we take the confirmation. What were you yeah. doing? Hello, that's even in a Tori Amos song. Oh, well, I, I'm not Daisy. I, I'm not the Tori Amos fan. <laughs> anyway, um, but back to what I was saying, yes. the issue at hand. In, you know, when you look at like World War One, World War Two, when you look at these huge cataclysmic, I can never say the word. Cataclysmic. Cata? 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 Cliz? Cliz? Mick. Mick. I thought you were going to say clit. <laughs> anyway, um... When you look at those events and you see kind of the, the chain of events that happened. Yeah, it, it never starts off at the end. Yes, it's quite incredible that it's like one small event. Not that this is a small event. No, that but leads to something else. Correct. That something correct. Else. It literally snowballs. Right. And this has the potential of being like World War Three. It really does. And, you know, that's something we need to be very concerned about. Because I think that what... what why, 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 why do you... 
feel that way in this particular. I'm going to tell you because, why because we have we've had many. I'm going to tell you why skirmishes. because again we don't know what's going to happen. Correct. He is potentially taking over a, a country that's actually a very large country. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's taking over a little island. Right, right, right. Right. Um, he's taking a very large country, and the problem is that Russia. What's going to determine this is going to be the morale and humanity of leaders, especially European leaders, right? Um, Because a lot of European countries are very tied with Russia in terms of economic... Correct, correct. Economic uh, economic ties. Right, right, right. right, right. Trade and everything, yeah. Right. So these are countries that are... European countries that are directly affected by this crisis. Correct. And if Europe is affected, we're all affected. We are affected. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, you know, a lot of times what happens is as, as Americans, you know, we are the West. We're all the way over here. We're by ourselves. We don't have an enemy nearby. So we have this sense of security of like, well, they're not going to bomb us. Right, right, right. right? But what you don't understand is that when there's instability in other parts of the world, especially with countries that are allies of the United States, that is an issue. Right. That is an issue. Also, also, which this already come out in the news, but we all know that that it is a possibility. It's 2022. Russia is Russia when it comes down to cyber warfare. Yeah. You know, they can fucking shut Google like in the internet down. Yeah. You know, they 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 can do that. So and now these are things that affect your daily life. Right. Right? Yeah, so banks, it, it's your... it's it's a lot of things. It's a much different world than in World War Two, where they don't necessarily have to bring a plane over to do damage. Right. I mean, they, they could even affect the military. No, no, no. But to your point, to your point of like earlier where people are like, oh, well, you know, I can't get over here and blah, blah. Because right. again, our, our mentality, our perception of war, thankfully, because we haven't had one to that scope, is still the Pearl Harbor. Right. Right. Or where, like, like a terrorist attack. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like that you've got to come over and physically right. and we can see that and we can intercept it and, you know, shoot it down or what have you. But that's not how warfare is going to be played out. Right. Moving forward. So, and I will tell you something else, though, that this worries me because, again, because as we say, all roads lead to communism and Cuba. Mm. Um, did you see that Russia has for, uh, forgiven Cuba's debt uh, at least until like 2027? Mm-hmm. That worries me because what's the only thing at the end of the day that Cuba has in, in its favor in terms of any type of power? Geography. Yeah. yeah. 90 miles. So, God be with us. It, it, it yeah. is, it is a very, very, um, it's very worrisome. It, it, it really is. And, um, you know, we've talked about a million issues here and I, I generally don't ring that alarm and I'm not ringing the alarm. I'm just saying that you, this can get out can get of, really th- bad before th- it gets really, this, before it gets better. There's been a lot of conflicts, you know, Bosnia, Sarajevo, Aleppo, those are regional conflicts, horrible as they are, right. and blood, terrible bloodshed, yeah. unfair, Rwanda. yeah, but those are regional conflicts. This is not a conflict, this is an invasion and an act of war. Right. And what are you going to do? 
So it, it's very hard. What I will say is, and this is where I'm going to go on a little bit of a F you to a lot of people, <laughs> is y'all already seen on social media. Uh, I, I love I loved what you put by the way this week. What did I put about the the people who uh, expert in this 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 uh, puts because uh, uh, yeah. raisins in the value. <laughs> um, uh, you yeah, already seen on social media. Oh, because this is Biden's fault. Because Trump would have never allowed that. Okay, Putin would have done this. Whether Putin doesn't care who was in power, Putin doesn't care who was in power. He, he would have taken this. his shirt off, gotten on his horse, and done and done this. And anyway. you know what? Maybe Trump would have handled it like Biden. Maybe Trump would have handled it differently. Yeah, we don't know. But he was gonna do. He was gonna do what he was gonna do. What happened this week was going to happen, right? And what really bothers me, and and I'm I'm sending this message out to both sides, porque yeah, there's been like the you know, <laughs> see, the, the, one that has the right, yeah, yeah. the right. Oh, because you know Biden's weak and Biden's uh, you know, we told you, we told you, really, 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 right? You right, people right, were saying, oh right. no, 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 don't vote for Biden because you know there's gonna be an invasion, you know, right, uh, uh, right, right. right? You know, oh, and Trump already said that, you know, oh, he's genius, you know, right, riling up his base. And yeah, you know, the people on my side are already like, oh, you know, this is a lie, you know, don't, don't fall for like imperialism, that it's the US, you know, and it's imperial, you know, it's all that mierda. Okay. Stop it. Like, stop it. You know what you should be worried about? You should Those be worried about people. the people that are stuck in the middle of that. You should worry about the humanity of that. Of the, you know, the the mass migration that this can lead to. So, right? I, you, you, you should worry about the human element of this mm-hmm. and stop trying to make, stop trying to show who has the bigger you know what. Yeah, by all it's this not a pissing ed- contest. Exactly. All this fucking stuff that people, I, you just, I don't understand so political memes like do people think that when they repost a political meme that they somehow are like smart that people are gonna think like oh you're really smart you know that sassy little political meme all my, my all my opinions have now changed right um right thank you so much for you. that i was so <laughs> i was so, on the fence yes i was waffling I was so until informed. you posted this meme with bad grammar and spelling with bad grammar that probably was, <laughs> was created by, by a Russian. right right by somebody who wanted right, you because to, this is right. a proven fact that that one of the ways that Russia meddled in previous elections was that they were doing inflammatory memes and inflammatory Instagram, uh, social media, social basically. media posts and mm-hmm. Instagram. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Facebook, Facebook groups on both sides, on both sides. Yeah, they were just and, and, pitting and we, everybody against each well, other. Well, we know, actually, no, no, no. Everybody else fell right in that trap. Well, you know? we as the royal we, shall we say? Actually, no. Don't include me in that one. I whatever. <laughs> I won't take the we on that one. Mi gente, let's face it. You can run 100 miles a week and lift all the weights in the world, but the key to meeting your fitness goals ultimately comes down to one thing, la comida. Well, the new UFIT has just the solution to help make healthy nutrition choices with their Eat Love program. Part of UFIT's premium plus memberships, Eat Love is the leading personalized nutrition platform used by fitness companies and dietitians. Así que you know it's legit. This tool not only provides over 6,000 recipes and access to nutritionists, but factors your lifestyle. So whether vegan, vegetarian, keto, low-carb, lo que sea, Eat Love has got you. Eat Love is your workout's perfect complement. So visit ufit.com and find out how to make Eat Love's customized nutrition program part of achieving your fitness goals. After all, at UFIT, you come first. 
But um, actually, it's it, you know the with what you've been just saying, I actually wanted to share a story because so there's this uh, there's this Instagram account that I follow. It's actually it's it's a it's a satire account for advertising. It's called David Brogovy, mm-hmm. um, named after David Ogilvy, who's like the grandfather of ad- modern advertising and and so on. Was it Ogilvy a perm? I think so. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, so but you know this is someone who like I don't know him and he doesn't know me, but. You know, I enjoy his content. I've sent, you know, on occasion we've we've DM back and forth. Like, oh my God, this is so true. Yeah, man, can you imagine? Blah, 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 what have you, right? So, and again, I'm saying him just because of the fact that it's David Brogovy. I don't know if it's a man or a woman. Um, a few weeks ago, I believe he is based out of Canada. He, this is kind of when I when I first noticed the the Ukraine situation getting very, very, you know, escalated. He said something to the effect of, you know, I just got a call from my sister and my nephews, because apparently he's Ukrainian and they're still there, from my sister and my nephews basically calling me to tell me that they love me and to say goodbye because they don't know if they're going to be able to see me again. That was a couple of weeks ago. That was about maybe like two, two, three weeks ago. Um, The fact that this man, and again, I'm saying man, I don't know, <laughs> um, had to sit there and receive this phone call from his family that has stuck with me and that is like me, me tiene mal and i don't yeah. know these people to the point where today actually i i dm'd him and i said hey you know i know a couple weeks back you posted about your family in the ukraine you know i i just i'm you know have you heard anything from them are they okay and his response was you know i haven't heard back from them i've sent my sister a couple of texts I haven't heard from her, but they are showing as having been read. Mm. Oh, that's scarier. Yeah. So you know, like I told, like I told him, like you know, as as pithy and and you know, trite as it sounds, you know, just I, I I've got everyone in my, in my and I, I know we say thoughts and prayers nowadays, and it's like this joke thing, you know. Oh yeah, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. But really, in this case, I mean, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing our listeners can do, right? So you know. When before you get in down to your little, you know, meme, you know, political rabbit hole bullshit, take a step back and just think about this story, if nothing else, because yeah. it's a real person, it's a family. It's, yeah, th- that's that's one of the things that, like, because obviously, you know, how opinionated I am about things, right. and even I haven't really posted. I mean, I posted that thing today, but that was kind of like a middle finger to what we're talking about that but it's about it but it's not about it right and and how it's like shit you know we can't even right now come together just as like humans a a human collective right and be like shit this is awful what's going on here these poor people right and and no 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 everybody has to it has to turn into yeah, a you know so. my my soapbox, yeah, and it's so. not about that, guys. Yeah. So you know what frivolous? This is very frivolous. What I'm going to say, first world problem. <laughs> when all this is going on now, it's like, oh, COVID. Now, like a potential World War Three. I'm never going to see the weekend live. Like, oh yeah. I'm like freaking Abel. Like, I'm not going to be able to see him. I'm like, first of all, he announced his tour last year. You know, and I was like, I'm there. No, and wasn't he about to make an announcement? He, yes, he was. He was going to announce something. So, so, so he, he had like, literally so he today. Had, okay, he, was, he, he had his after hours <laughs> tour. Okay, 
right? That was going to be last year. So then obviously got canceled for COVID. So then he rescheduled it. For this year, for this and year. he canceled it again. And he canceled it again. So now he's gonna do new tour dates, right? And they're gonna be stadium. Like I have a card with a big balance and a zero because it's a well. No, aside from the fact that I freaking love the guy, right, right, like right, I, right. you know, I, I I pray at the altar of Abel, um, not Cain. I you know it's. Tristan is really into the weekend. That is true. Um, and like, it's something I want to do with him. I want that to be his first concert. Right. You know, and I really want to go with him. And I, I'm going to put like best available, like best seat. Yeah, like, just go. Boom. Just, just you go. Know? Right. Um, I'm not even going to look at the price. I'm like, whatever. And it, <laughs> Cuando llegue el bill después llego. Don't worry about it later. And and now I'm like, a fucking World War Three is going to stop <laughs> the weekend again. First, depend- you know, it's all these like global emergencies, you know? That's true, yeah, because it's not like, you know, a local skirmish. Right. Right, right, or right. Or drought. Right, right, or a drought, right, like Kylie. Right, <laughs> right. No. And even she toured. Yes, they just didn't have the water segment. They just had no water segment in that in that stop, but she toured. So, so I was like, damn it! Like, yeah. So, no, it's, it's, it's been a rough week for me mentally, I have to say. Mira, between this and, you know, the don't say gay bill and, the, you know, let's and talk the po- about. The- and the poor and Texas. It's almost as if though Florida did the don't say gay bill and Texas said challenge accepted. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> like, I'm going to, I'll see you're gay and raise you a trans. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to laugh at that, but, that's... but it's like, but it's like that's essentially what happened. Yeah. So he, but in, in Texas, did it pass? I don't. I I I I I'm pleading ignorance. I don't know okay, if so it has what, passed. So or listeners, what it's, or... it's just talking about is that in Texas, Governor Abbott, uh, I think it's a proposal. Okay, maybe it's maybe maybe we're some proposal that. Children that are trans or identify as trans, or I even think questioning under a certain age, like the parents have to be investigated. Right. right? As basically as child abuse. It yes. essentially becomes a DCF right. matter. Right. 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 So I mean <laughs> that's the type of stuff you read. And like mind you, this is the party that's like, you know, no, abortion's bad. You must have the baby. But then if they're gay, we punish them. If they're trans, we want to punish them. Oh, so what you just want is no. like white heterosexual no. kids. Got and it. If, and if you're trans, we're punishing the kid and the parent. And the parent. You know, thank you for having it. Now you're both horrible. So yeah, it's it, these culture wars are just let's talk about something happy. Before we talk about something happy, which I don't, I, I'm telling you, I'm usually a very happy, optimistic person, but this week, I mean, sinceramente, well, no, it's me a tiene lot. mal. It's a me lot. Tiene it's mal. a lot. It's like, a lot. I, I have to tell you that, like, I'm not gonna get I, into it now. Like, no lie. Yes, this weekend you and I are going to the South Beach Wine and Food, and we're gonna have a great time, and we're gonna eat, and we're gonna drink, and everything. But I'm, I'm genuinely finding it difficult to enjoy yes, it, it, it is. myself. I have to tell you one that it's not something I've really dwelled on because sometimes you. You can't dwell on certain. It's not that you can't dwell on them, but you can't let it just. You 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 have to move on. You have a you lot can't of let things it consume going you. on. Yeah. The, specifically, the don't say gay bill here in Florida, particularly <laughs> as it pertains to teachers, like that's something that hits very close to me in terms mm-hmm. of like my high school experience, and you know, I, I know what it's like to be bullied. I mean, I'm not gonna get into it, but I know what it's like to be bullied, and I I understand that, and I understand right. how important it is. To, to have an ally. To have a teacher, somebody who would just listen to you, whatever the issue it may, right, may be, right, right. you know? Somebody who's just um, being your corner. It doesn't even have to be, like, an issue with sexuality, whatever it that could be. It could be bad acting, and that whatever. Now, and that now, like, <laughs> teachers, even if their heart is in it, they have to, like, 
be careful. Right. Because somebody, they could lose their job. No. Y menos mal que they pulled the other bullshit part of the of the bill, which was that teachers would have to report it to parents. Yes. Yes. You know. It's like inhumane. Like, like it's, you know what? For a party that is all about, don't, I don't want to wear a mask. That's my personal freedom. Personal freedom. It's like, you know, you seem to be very occupied with where people are putting what. You know, I who. have to tell you that I love when you get this riled up. Because usually it's me. It's just, it, it's just, and now that I'm not riled up about this, but I'm taking a more sensible approach. I'm, it's, it's also, you know, past midnight and it's the tundra. We're in the tundra. Yeah, we are in the tundra. I think, so, I think that's why you made it so cold. So <laughs> listeners, I think we mentioned this in the, maybe that's why the, I'm, I'm so heated we, up right we now. We mentioned uh, this before in several episodes. episodes, I'm sure. So anybody who comes to my house knows my house is also known as the tundra Yeah, because it literally is like, it's usually what, like 52 degrees. You have to follow Jenny Lorenzo's. Decree of Ponte un suéter. Oh, no. Un suéter, no. You need something Minimum. stronger. Minimum un suéter. <laughs> no, see, just right, now, just right now, you came out, and you're like, I'm freezing cold, and you were going to turn up the air, and I go, no, 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 he no. He put it down. <laughs> he put it down. He made it colder. I love to be cold. I'm not a cold person. I'm not cold inside. That's the Okay, as long as you're not dead inside, I'm not, that's I'm fine. not cold inside, and I radiate a lot of heat. I radiate heat, too, but my God, you're like the core of the sun. <laughs> I love... I'll never forget what when side. you had your when you had your colonoscopy. Did they find magma inside of you? <laughs> like, one, <laughs> one of our friends, she came over, and like, like I saw I saw her face. Right. I saw her face that she was like coming over. She had just gotten here, and like she walked in, and right when she came inside, like right, the right. living room area, that I think yeah, you were already here. We were there. And she's like. Oh, I saw it in her she's like, oh, fuck, I forgot my sweater. Like, what am I going to do now? I'm going to go in Darian's house. You know? In esta casa, for all of the people who are living in Miami or who have lived in Miami or understand pockets of Westchester, in esta casa, hace más frío que en el Denny's de la 40 y la 87. Oh, my God, for sure. No, it's, yeah. Goals. Those are goals. Okay. Those are climate control because goals. Because it is a Denny's of Bird Road and 87th Avenue. No, the truth is in any Denny's, but that one. In particular but that one in particular, cold. like they should have like ice, like I like snowmen. Are cold before I even get yeah, them. Yeah, no. <laughs> I it's a moons over over Antarctica. <laughs> moons over the Arctic Ocean. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, see, right now we're recording the show. We have like throws on us. No, yo parezco like by a una señora with like, like a shawl. <laughs> I'm glad that the temperature yes. chaos of my house can, you know... Can, can break the ice? As it were? Yes. Iyogi con un escote de lo más cute. That's why you're cold. No. There are days where I walk in here and I have, like, normal clothing on and I'm still flipping cold. Okay? So, no, no me digas... No don't blame the escote. <laughs> you know what I really want right now? What? Like, a really... Like, I want a dozen donuts. Okay. That could be arranged. I, I bet. Oh, what's the only thing open? Dunkin' Donuts? And now they don't even have glazed. Now they'll have, you know, like one lonely munchkin bar. They'll have some type of weird, like, lemon cake thing. Oh, I love lemon cake. What are you talking about? I know, but it'll, it'll be weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like 20 hours old. Right. Like, I don't know how, but it'll be weird. <laughs> you know what, like, really insults me? I guess we're not going to get a Dunkin' Donuts. No, that Dunkin' sponsorship I is really, not coming. Like, I really, I really, like, it really bothers me. Like, we take a lot of mojo to my oh, parents' yeah. house. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. My brother takes it. I take it. We all love I, mojo. We love mojo. Listen, mojo donuts. I've taken mojo donuts to Naples. Yes. And my father, 
I mean, I'm being honest here. We love Mojo. We know the owners of Mojo Donuts. Yes, we love Jimmy. Um, my father has told me a bunch of times, I am email target donut and the donut of Dunkin' Donuts more. I'm like, I hate you right now. Like when he tells me that he likes Dunkin' Donuts more, I'm like, you know, I really hate you right now. Go get is, away. Is that a holdover from living in a communist country? <laughs> <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> oh, yeah, ya comieron Donut Russo. I know. That's like whenever, my, whenever we'd watch The Simpsons, my grandfather would always say, ¿Y por qué tú te ves esos muñequitos rusos? Like, I'm like, oh, oh my God, your grandfather thought they were Russo. He would always say, he's like, esos son muñequitos rusos. My eso. father says that all the time. He's like, no. Because, like, and my brother, when my brother takes Mojo Donuts to my parents' house, he takes like three boxes. Coño. And it's like, yeah. It's it's like freaking Christmas. Okay, let me tell you something. I love Mojo, but Mojo Donuts are very filling. So like, well, but my parents' house is a compound. You know, that's true. There's like, always at least twelve people there. That's true. The Branch Davidians had less people. Yeah. Oh, that didn't end well. <laughs> they didn't have Mojo Donuts. <laughs> Things would have not ended the way they ended if they would have had. Mojo they would have had Mojo Donuts. They no, pro- my dad they, always said, I'm, had- I'm, "I'm sorry, Jimmy. We love you. We love Mojo Donuts, but you know, we're saying the story here." Um, no, see, I'm even with the Dunkin' Donuts, ma. And I'm like, I hate you. I yeah, hate you, like, man. Why? Go away. No. Like, what type of bullshit is that? <laughs> no, Dunkin' Donuts is like, you know, you're on the way to Disney and you go to the rest stop and you're like, I want to hold on donut. Okay. No. Well, what other donut are you going to well, get? Well, I mean, rest listen, stop? listen, like, I'm not going to deny a Dunkin' Donuts. You bring me Dunkin' Donuts I'm and saying, I'm going to have it. Right. You know? That's what I'm saying. But, you know, I do like their lemon donut that probably is not even lemon, but who cares? You know? <laughs> They're citrus-like donuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you something. Because <clears throat> I was talking to a friend earlier this week about it. And we had this, like, really funny conversation um, about it. When you were a kid, okay. you, your, mo- your mom, your <laughs> your grandmother, una tía, did any of you, did any of them collect yadro? I don't think... Think they I know your mom collected did. frogs, right, frogs. right, 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 and she's still to this day. She's still like, well, occasionally, you know, find a cute little frog. And I don't think she did yadro. My mother did la descarada. My mother did. I the, do remember your mom's descarada. My mom had a couple of those those uh, oil things with vegetable with peppers in them. Uh, 
<laughs> oh, that's when kitchens were really... T- t- like, Tuscan kitchens were in yeah, the well, late 90s, early 2000s. Right, yeah. but everybody's version of a Tuscan kitchen was just to buy three-bolt AAs with peppers in them and, and put Tuscan. it on the top of the counter. Exactly. <laughs> Entonces, you had to go every couple of months, arriba de counter, uh-huh. a limpiar los, I, I, la yes, botella y la malanga. No, I'm sorry, not the counter. Arriba de los gabinetes. Right, a limpiar la botella y la malanga, la malanga artificial. Well, yeah, because how else is it going to stay alive as long as the botellas? <laughs> and you know that I was the one who had to do it. Well, you're the tallest person in the house. Well, no, because I would stand in the on the counter and then take the stuff out. Because you know that my parents' kitchen, like the ceiling, is higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So I uh, take down todo, you know, todas malanga y toda esa mierda that my mom had on top of the, the thing. But let me tell you, the only podcast that will talk about the Ukraine invasion, don't say gay bill, malanga plants, and and yadro. <laughs> Because we were talking, I challenge you, listeners, to find any other podcast so, that has this. In so one my episode. partner and we were talking about like Cubans have this thing called yadro, and it's so true. Like, yeah. oh, es un, tuviste que fina, fina, que fina está esta pieza de yadro. Mira las manos, mira las flores. I'm like, oh my god. Like, I think I'm trying to think. Now. I think my mom maybe had like one, una, like, pero as like un regalo or something. Right, it's not like she right. collected them. Yadro, yeah. ten cuidado. I was like, see. Tú pones el yadro, and then cuando viene la visita, sacas el servicio de plata. Which never happens. Which never happens. I'm still waiting for our friend to use her china set. (laughs) My parents. So, I I laugh at this, but I'm, like, not laughing. I tell my parents all the time that, you know, the day they're gone, I'm keeping their china set. Right? And you might think, like... Oh, oh, the China. The China. The heirloom. Do you know where my parents' China set is from? Luria's? It's from J. Byron's. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh my God, can we use it for like an, for Christmas dinner? Can you just borrow it? It's from J. Byron's. <laughs> and I think that my mom got it on sale. But it is China. Like it was so made legit, in China. It's China. It's it is China. China right? And I actually think it's nice. What I think is so funny, this is like, I don't know, over 30 years old. My mom probably bought this in like 1987 or some shit like that. What I think is so funny is that till this day, you know, and a gabinet arriba de refrigerador, you know, the one nobody ever opens, you know, the cabinets on top of the fridge. Even I don't open mine. (laughs) Nobody opens that. (laughs) That's why I put shit and then I'm like, where did I put this thing? Eso yo lo abro whenever I have you people over for chips. That is the type of thing that the gabinet arriba de refrigerador are the ones that you put stuff in that you don't use and then you yeah, forget like, it like the chip bowls and things then like that you forget it it's it. there and then one day when you open it oh that's where it's at. mind you since then you've had to use that thing so you probably went and bought a replacement bought right 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 so my what i think is funny about my my parents you know china from jay byron's is that i love that you said lurie is by the way is that my mom still has like three or four things in the box because we've never used it. The gravy bowl, like Cubans don't use gravy bowls. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and like the like the tea. It's like the tea. like the, the like the sugar. The one that has the two handles. It's a sugar one, right? That's the sugar bowl. Yeah, Cubans don't use that. Like that's true. That is a sugar bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, now I want to go play like with the china in your in your mother's cabinet. <laughs> you should totally borrow it for Christmas dinner. The next time that we have the next time we have Christmas dinner here at your house, you should borrow it. Yeah, it's it's um, (laughs) so my parents China, no people, but my parents China is from J. Byron's. But if I think it was like 1999, but it was like a set of like it was like a full complete set. That sounds with like like, a serving plate. It even has a sugar bowl and a gravy bowl. Yes, it has like 
dessert plates, yeah. like the regular plate, like a serving thing. Okay, but I think if that's the case, like we should. That I'm year, sure that you've eaten in my parents' china at one point or another, and I just didn't even know it. <laughs> yeah, the last thirty years. If we do that, I think that Christmas dinner that year should be like at my parents' house. No, the theme of like whatever year it's from. Mm-hmm. So like you know, lots of. I don't know, sweet and sour dishes right. and like, you know, jello with things inside yeah. of it for dessert. Okay, it's from the 80s, not the 50s. Oh, that's true. Okay, never mind. Yeah. But you know where I was going with this, you know. You lots know that of- I've actually thought about having whenever I host Christmas dinner again, doing it at my parents' house. Just for fun. Shits and giggles. Why not? That's cool. Doesn't do it. <laughs> but, uh. Make it a But yeah, no, we were talking about Yadro and. <laughs> like oh because you know people collect yadro he was telling me people collect yadro and they think it's like this whole thing like oh tengo una colección de yadro yeah, they're gonna be like millionaires and it's like that shit doesn't get any value <laughs> at all if it does it's very negligible it's like oh wow i mean i can't say i have ever thought about it one way or the other but like how much is it a hundred bucks you know yeah what people don't realize if is you're not going to antique road show and you know hey, tell that's you, true like, that'd be great oh you've brought me a yadro piece <laughs> but you know why yadro is big with cubans right no. Well, because yeah, there was from for the Panya, and you know anything that will okay. link you up to the motherland is, oh, no, is fino. No. Yes, no, 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 it's no. fino. Nosotros somos españoles, like sí, en España la la. What what people don't realize, and and actually, it's like the beanie baby craze and all that crap. Oh my god, those the things Eric. are those things are only valuable if there are fewer of them in the world. So. If you bought something that they made 80,000 of, unless 79,999 of them are destroyed, yeah. it's probably still $5. I love I love watching Antiques Roadshow. Like, who doesn't, right? Yeah. And it's like, again, that doesn't apply to Cubans. <laughs> because, like... Well, who, first of all, we don't have anything. Well, who goes on Antiques Roadshow? Oh, because, you know, my great... Grandmother. It's from the Civil War. Yes, my great grandmother had this in her attic for years, and mm-hmm. probably the great grandmother got it from, from her yeah, great grandmother. And it came over on the boat on the Mayflower yeah, it was or on whatever. Fucking Mayflower. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. Our people had to come. <gasps> up. You should go and take the Jay Byron's China, <laughs> <laughs> just for shits and giggles. Just yes. can you imagine if you take it and they tell you like, you know, they only made ten of these before the factory blew up or something like that. The 10 went to Jay Byron's. Right. And it's in like. Miami and Coral Way. You know, and there's only 10 in the world. Like, <laughs> It's like, shit, we're Cuban. Like, you know, it's really interesting that my, actually my parents have a few um, things mm. that were given to them by my grandmother when they first got from Cuba. And my parents got from Cuba in 1980. So 42, 43 years. Um, and my grandmother got here in the 60s when my grandmother got here in the 60s a lot of people gave her hand-me-downs correct so now you're talking about things from probably like the The 50s and even 40s 40s. yeah depending on right so we've always had always in the house that my grandmother gave because when when my parents came from cuba my grandmother got them like a house right right, and with like basic like you guys were set up to function right like unos vasos like you know some pillows as we talked about in last week's episode and one of the things that my parents got was a bowl and that bowl now is i don't know if you've seen these green bowls and like green kitchenware that it's like a, a certain type of glass 
wear that's green. That I've probably seen like it a million times. It's, it's actually pretty collectible. My parents have that bowl. I have a bowl like that. So now, ever since I found out like that that's collectible, right. I was like to my mom, we don't use the bowl. <laughs> Esto we, es de lindo nada <laughs> We have it in that cabinet that my parents have that's glass <laughs> in the kitchen. I'm like, esto se pone aquí y esto no se toca. <laughs> se mira, pero no pero se toca. No se toca. <laughs> That's fucking bullshit that we do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's when I actually I, I brought it up to you a couple weeks ago where it was like, you know, the the, <laughs> the one thing that I that that I find the, the saddest about being, you know, Cuban American is that we it's don't ancestry.com doesn't apply to us. Yeah, <laughs> it, like it stops at us. Like, you know, and we don't we don't have heirlooms and we don't have things yeah. like that. Like that's that yeah. does when I stop and think about it, it really does make no, me sad. No, I've told you so in the very 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 few relatives I have left in Cuba. One of them is my grandmother's niece. So Osea, the daughter of my grandmother's sister. Okay. And she has, and I've always heard of this, a, um, a bedspread that was knitted by hand. That is of a peacock of their, her grandmother, which would be my great grandmother. My, it would be my grandmother's mother. Okay. Giving you know, so she probably did that in Spain. And I've told you, if I ever go to Cuba and I go to her house and she has that bed for her, I'm like, I will give you $1,000 for it. Like, I, <laughs> mira, aquí lo aquí, And cash. The, you will be good. You'll you be fine. You'll, you'll be, be good. fine. But like, I'm taking the peacock. <laughs> Total, it's a tropical climate. You've, aquí had no it, frío. you've had it all these years. It's time that it needs to come to air conditioning and be bread. And God knows. Mira, actually, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. Tú sabes por qué a mí me gusta el aire acondicionado tan... Tan con frío. Because remember that I was born in Cuba. So I started the first nine, ten months of my life under un mosquitero. So you know what? <laughs> I can't with you right now. Hey, I'm making you happy. You are making me happy. I, so my life started in un mosquitero, you know, under un mosquitero without air conditioning. So you'll never go back there again. Damn it. Back. You're never going back. <laughs> God is my witness. <laughs> With God as my witness, I'll never go I will again. never be under a mosquitero again. With God as my witness, I am never putting my house under 65 degrees ever again. I love it when people... With their air conditioning. I love how air conditioning is a topic on our show this week. How people are like, oh, I keep it at 72. I'm like, what the hell is that? At 72? I keep it at 77, 78. Like during the day and then at night, you know. When, yeah, when that's why cold. when I go to your house, the first thing I'm like, is the air on? Pon el ventilador. Pero si hello. I've told you that if, if if something were to happen that you and I would wind up living together, that would be. Have you ever noticed? The, the electricity cost would be what would make me want to kill you. Like that would be the fight have, every month. Have you ever noticed what I do? It doesn't matter where we go or what type of hotel it is. What I do when I first check into a room. Well, you lower the air. I, I I have the bags in my hand. I still have the bags in my hand. And He's I'm using the his tongue. I'm in the thermostat. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Oh, How only, low is this bitch going? I'll be like, That's it, it only goes down to 65? Like, <laughs> when, you know, when you go to room, room service is brought by the penguins from Mary Poppins. Yeah. You know that that was a problem in my office because in my office... Oh, that's right. We yes. share air conditioning you share with the, office. The, 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 the thingy, the yeah. thermostat. And it was, it, it was under lock and key. And I was like, bullshit is that? I got a paper clip and I would jam that thing. And I'm like, I'm putting this shit at like 65. You know, 
Like, I'm not going to leave this at 75. Are you kidding me? And then the people next to her, I'm like, well, don't sweat it. Like, <laughs> I will say, it's easier to remedy being cold than hot. Yes. You can always put on a sweater. You can't necessarily sit in a public place naked. Well, you probably would. This is true, but I'm speaking in general. I'm speaking, you know, yeah. across the board. Right, right. You know. You probably go in a wonderful shirt like you have now that's like a deep v-neck yes and this isn't even my my deepest v you right. know this and i'll probably go in a hoodie you exactly <laughs> i would always enjoy yeah. we that actually was the alternate title for the podcast hoodie and the v-neck it was <laughs> that could work <laughs> hoodie and the v-neck i'll probably go in a... i probably know i will go in a hoodie like <laughs> That's what i'm saying Okay, but I'll just take the hoodie off, goddammit. Yeah, but then I'm you. That's true. The world has enough with one of me. Well, to our listeners, we hope that that was the laugh portion of the... Yes, yeah. We started with the somber listen. And and thank you, I have to say, because I literally this week, I've just been like... I, I really have just been feeling like this degree of just anxiety and just... Actually, I don't want to. I don't even. You know, I know it's the same thing, but to me, anxiety and ansiedad are two different things. Which one to you sounds more dramatic? Ansiedad. Ansiedad. Yeah. Ansiedad sounds like anxiety, but with like gas, heartburn. Yeah, like 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 something else. Like it, because to me, anxiety just means that I'm sitting somewhere and being like, I can this be over already? But that's but ansiedad is like tira, like like heartburn. with heartburn, like te tiras en la cama, you know, like. Well, it's in yeah. Spanish. It's in Spanish. There's always going to be, yeah. It's always going to be more dramatic. I can't see it all. Can oh. <laughs> Man, it's been a long day. It has. Listeners, if you made it this far, thank you for making it this far. Yeah, legit. <laughs> Wait, do we have like any fluffy topic that we want to bring up? Fluffier than the other all? Yeah. <laughs> I want to give a quick shout out to um, one of our... A pair of our very, very faithful listeners in San Antonio, Leslie and Julio, um, they actually got like a coffee truck. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. What so, is it called? Oh, my God. You really put me on the spot. I know this. Hold on. All right. All right. Well, you know, actually, I think I saw it posted the other day. Oh I just gosh. I just can't remember I feel what like it is. A bad person now. You, why, why did you throw me under the coffee bus? Well, no, it's not. Bus that I'm way. not throwing you under the coffee bus. I just think that if, you know, we, we, should, we should help. You know, promote small businesses, and you know it's the least we can do. So you know, and they're based out of Texas, right? Yes. Uh, the drink tank. The drink tank. Yes, San Antonio. In San Antonio, and they do like a bunch of different coffees and all that stuff. It looks really good. It's a little far for us, but it looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really good. So I just wanted to give a little shout out to them because you know they're friends and and yeah. they're great, great. Um, Supporters of the podcast. And, so you know. now that now that you said supporters of the podcast and, and friends of the podcast, I actually want to bring something up that literally just happened like tonight. So I have to say one of the <clears throat> excuse me, one of the things that I love and I know you love as well is, you know, when we started this podcast <laughs> five years ago, it was just, you know, us eating shit, whatever. But since then, we've really connected with a lot of you. Yes. And and that to me is flattering and humbling at the same time. Um, And to that end, we actually got a DM from one of our listeners. Uh, Yes. So I'm going to, I'm going to read it to you. Her name is Natasha. 
Natacha Borrajo Aviles. Um, and I just thought it was very sweet because it's like, well, I don't, I don't think we can, I don't know what kind of power we wield, but here we go. Um, so it says, hi, DJ Anish, longtime listener, first time caller. Uh, love you guys, the rants and the laughs. I'm taking a chance here and asking for something I would normally never do. I wanted to make you privy to a local concern if you're not already in the know. The Hammocks Association has increased our association fee 300% from one month to the next. The community is trying to fight back, but is also looking for greater community support. If you can highlight this in the podcast or mention it on your social media, it would help out a lot of people. Thanks for your time. Um, you know, and I told her, like, yeah, send me some more information. We can probably post something, you know, on, on social and, and tag them and what have you. But it kind of struck me, and, and the reason I bring it up is because it's it's such a nice, it's an interesting, nice, humbling, flattering feeling that you and I are in this position where people feel like hey, can you help us get the word out? Can you help spread awareness? Mm -hmm. You know, And I think it speaks to what we've done with the show, which is made our position very clear, but also in a way that's approachable. And yeah. I don't know. It's, 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 it just gave me a really a really warm Those, fuzzy. You she, know? Is she going to send you info? On? She, she has sent me some info, and so I'll okay. be posting about it okay. um, in, our, in our stories okay. because um, that's something, in the coming days. Because we've been talking about affordable housing yes. and things like that. Yes. I always say af weeks. affordable housing, if I were to run for public office, which I'm not, that would be number one, like number one above everything else. Yeah. Um, and I know this is kind of a weird one because it's the association, yes, which is yes. the devil. Right, right. But, but, but $300 oh, yeah. or 300, 300%, 300%, not $300, 300%. From, from one month, there has to be some, I'm, I mean, from yeah, a, I wanna, a legal uh, standpoint, there has to be a, um, a justification. I don't know a thing or two about law. Um, a, there has to be some type of um, either, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not familiar with... Uh, the only thing I can think of is it's an assessment. A, but an assessment... Uh, well, I'm not familiar with this association case, right. law. Mm -hmm. And there's there's very specific laws mm -hmm. in Florida that are written for HOAs. Okay. And um, there has to be some type of safeguard in terms of notice right, about, right. about increasing an, an HOA cost from one month to the next 300%. There, there just has to be. Um, so, I mean, I, I guess that's something that we could would be more than happy to mm -hmm. either look into. I mean, I know a few uh, lawyers that do HOA work um, <clears throat> because that that's a really big problem. And, yeah. and you know, I, I, I and always... And you can, you can skip your mortgage. Don't skip your HOA. So, I, I was about to say that. When the mortgage crisis happened in 2008... From about 2009 to about 2000, yeah, 14, 13. But I, I did a, a big part of my practice was foreclosure defense. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we all know what happened. We don't need to go into it. You right. know, banks would take years and the whole foreclosure process would, from the bank, yeah, yeah. would take years and years and years. Um, an HOA, you stop paying your HOA, they file a complaint on you. You're out. And within two or three months, you could be out of, lose your house. Whereas the bank You'll that be there owes for years. the mortgage to your house, right. you could you could be there five years. Like in the, in that time, didn't you have a case where somebody was there? I had for a, I had a case that I think I always say that this was like patient zero. These were the first people that stopped paying their mortgage in the mortgage crisis, right? <laughs> yeah, it was from two thousand eight, and like in two thousand fifteen, we still had the case going on. Right. And like the client wasn't happy, She's like, but why can't you extend it more? And I'm like, but a woman, you haven't paid your mortgage in seven <laughs> years. Pero que te tú, like. Right, right. You've been lucky enough as it is. Yeah. 
you're lucky to get seven months. Like right, much less seven years. Pero um, you don't pay an HOA, and and the thing with HOAs is that. HOAs is a double-edged sword. If you if you live in a place that has a good HOA that's well-managed, right. you're good. Because there are benefits to having an HOA, especially when you live in, in a community, Correct. right? But a lot of times, that's not the case. Um, and um, if you don't have an HOA that's well-run, it can be a nightmare. Like, yeah. a nightmare. They can make your life a living hell. So, you know, hats goes out. You know, my sympathies goes out to her. Um... But back to what you were saying, I mean, we we get messages from listeners, you know, and sometimes it's just like a, a, a thank you. Um, other times it's like, you know, I live wherever and listening to you guys makes me feel like I'm listening to my cousins back home, mi primo. And that's why we call everybody Beto yeah. Primos. Um, and it's like I'm talking to my family and, yeah. you know, and you give me, you know, I feel the warmth and all that. And, you know, I listen if we're being really transparent, we, we are very fortunate and very blessed that the podcast has taken us to a place where there is some type of financial, um, you know, we do make money there, out of the there's podcast. A, there's a financial benefit. At, at, yeah. at this point, right. you know, we are we're, very, we're not retiring we're very, it, very <laughs> lucky and very blessed that, you know, we've had some great sponsors and people that have, have believed in our podcast. But for many years, <laughs> that was not the case. Nope. You know, <laughs> for like three years, that yeah. was not the case. Yeah, and right. this was a labor of love, you yeah. know, that we were fronting the cost completely. Um, and we very happily did so. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't like we were, it wasn't like we were doing the podcast all those years and we're like oh fuck we're not making any money like uh, where are the sponsors yeah. why you know like i mean you guys got a show every week like so clearly like, i, I know problem? you don't like when people use this term but the way our our podcast the trajectory of our podcast has been very organic you know but it's true because we first were like okay let's see if maybe two or three people listen to right. us if we're lucky and then it's like oh our first episode 200 people listen to right. us okay that was much better than we thought right and then you know 400 people listen to us and then you know, 600 people listen to us. Oh, shit. You know, and it, it, it was very organic. So we, it wasn't like we were like, oh, we're going to kill it. Right. <laughs> At the bat, 10 million. Yeah, like, yeah. We were like, if 10 people listen to us. <laughs> we are, we're, we're Joe Rogan. Like, if 10 people listen to us out the you bat. You want to be Joe Rogan now. Well, back then, back then, back then, back then. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. It's just, it, I, I, when I saw that, it just made me, again, as, as, Poopy as I was feeling this week, I have to say it made me feel kind of nice that that yeah. you know people people feel comfortable enough with us that no it that, is that it's, they they reach out to us and it's one of those things that like I mean we talk about it all the time was, we don't we kind of forget sometimes that we have a platform right because as we say these are conversations you and I would have even without the microphones right but but we but we forget now we we. It's not that we forget, but it isn't like front and center that we have a platform, that we have listeners, right, right. we have people that listen to us every week, yeah. um, and that actually want to hear what we say about yeah, things. Like, like, okay. And it's like, okay. Are you sure? You know, which is very flattering. It is. And you know? humbling. And I think, I think to that topic, that video I, I did in July about Cuba the one last year that oh. went like super viral yeah 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 <laughs> it, there's viral and there's that there's that yeah i think that that was you know i think you were actually the first omicron um that's how viral it went <laughs> <laughs> but it was like you know that it got reposted and reposted right. and all this stuff and like people were commenting and stuff like it's like 
it was like wow like we have a platform you, you, you we resonate we have a platform and and we don't we, take that lightly we, no we don't take that lightly we don't take it to granted and we never forget that um it's everybody listening so if you're listening to this you made it happen yep so thank you for make that make it happen <laughs> don't even start me with mariah the other day what happened with Mariah? Other, because the other day I was at her website and it's like, you know, you go to like the merch and it's like all fucking Christmas stuff. I oh, am so yeah. over Mariah Carey and Christmas. It's like you have freaking 19 number ones. You have like 15 albums. I'm, I know I don't want Christmas. Yeah, I don't want Christmas Mariah Mariah. Like, and nobody loves you more than me. <laughs> like, like diversify, sweetheart. Diversify. Well, I, I mean, I know she's milking the Christmas cow for all that it's and, worth. And listen, it is a multi-billion dollar industry. <laughs> so Christmas, That's a one big Christmas yeah, cow. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. She's, so, yeah. She has, she has like, Christmas cookies. Like, oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, oh, they look that. so good. Oh, well, I'm sure they're delicious, darling. She actually had, she actually had these cookies for Pride last year, but they sold out right away. That it was like a brown butter, like butterscotch with like chocolate sprinkle, like like digo, chocolate chips. And I was like, oh my god, that is like that sounds so decadent. Remember we were talking about that lemon donut, like oh. Girl, if you're selling that on your website, I know now why you're not with Jenny Craig. Come on. Yeah. You, you can't do both. <laughs> oh, yeah. Vite, who's officially out? Wendy Williams? Yep. La pobre. I feel bad for her. So what is wrong with her? Do we know? Do we not That's know? the thing. Nobody really knows. She's having health concerns, but it's very... It's been very, like, vague y por arribita. So nobody's been able to say, like, oh, health concerns means... I don't know. She has X disease or, or whatever. Um... The rumor has it that she fired this she fired this week her entire management team. Mm-hmm. Um, again, these are all just rumors from like page six, so take it with the grain of salt. Um, that she, you know, she's having like it, they think she has like early dementia because there are moments where she what? has like where she has like memory lapses. Um, it, it's the thing with her is that I mean, it, I get it. Okay, I get it from the production standpoint. I will say because. The star of your show has not even been able to do one episode. I didn't episode. realize that she was. I didn't realize like, she had been gone since July. That's what I'm saying. Since the new season started, she hasn't been able to do one episode. Now, again, I understand from a medical perspective. You know, you want to be, you want to be very caring, and, and I think she, you know, absolutely go and get whatever help you need. But a business is a business, and it's like if we're gonna keep calling this the Wendy Williams show, and Wendy Williams is never gonna be on the show, like. It's not like it's the, you know the Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson and then you just switch it out. Right. So at some point, the Wendy Williams Show starring Sherry Shepard. Right. You know, at some point they're gonna have to either move forward or just pull the plug entirely. Laverne and Shirley without. Actually, that's a perfect example because it stayed Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> Would it really sound good as Laverne? Yeah. No, that sounds horrible. What are you watching at eight o'clock, Laverne? <laughs> The remember, lady at the laundromat? I remember as a kid. Oh, I didn't watching, understand. Watching, oh, yeah, I'm into the reruns of yeah. Laverne and Shirley. I mean, being like, pero que pasó aquí? Where is she? I'll never forget that in the opening credits when it was just Laverne. Yeah. She's doing like hopscotch. No, she's walking with a bag of what? groceries with a red shirt, right? And then there's a then there's a, a school of kids that do the shlemio shlemazel thing. Uh-huh. Something. She's basically watching kids doing the hopscotch right, saying right. what they used to right. say. And I'm like, 
but it's just her alone. Like, right. what's going on here? You know, I didn't understand that. You know, six the you know right. contract contract disputes. contracts and yeah and, and <laughs> you know and being pregnant and all that. Yeah, is that why she got let go, Cindy Williams? I know that she did get pregnant, and and so you know, you know what I always it was a you know it was a sitcom about two women in like the fifties, and one of them's knocked up. You can't just <laughs> okay. This is a very random thing that obviously you would appreciate. When I think Cindy Williams, okay. I think Shirley. Oh yeah, main thing. Okay. Do you know what's the second thing I think of? The show that she did with Rachel on TJF that Ricky Martin was on, getting by, getting by. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't remember the that name that Ricky Martin was on. That's what I think of. Okay, I couldn't remember the name, but yes, that is what I think of. <laughs> I will tell you that that's probably one more project than most people remember when you say Cindy Williams. Because <laughs> I was like, okay, that. <clears throat> That era of Ricky Martin, like the mid nineties, right. that's when only we knew of Ricky Martin. When I mean us, we mean Hispanics. That was his General Hospital, right? Era, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. He hadn't made it into the English market yet, so right. when, Madonna hadn't discovered him yet. Yes. <laughs> so whenever he would come out here and there in the English market, I'd be like, "Oh my God, Ricky it's Martin!" Ricky Martin. No, right. like <laughs> it was it was a cause, like to to watch things. Yeah. I'll never forget. Like, picture it. Okay. Law school, Michigan. Oh. <laughs> Persona Americana. <laughs> okay. Un estadounidense. Oh, so formal. <laughs> Saying, oh my God, that Ricky Martin is a one hit wonder living the vida loca. I mean, being like, oh my God, every fiber of my body <laughs> wants to get up and punch you in the face. There are so many things I have to tell you right now. <laughs> Ricky Martin is a Latin idol. Like, he's an icon. He's an icon. Like, what? <laughs> That's what I'd be like, white people. like. <laughs> and then you just take a breath and you move on. It's like, okay, you don't get it. Move on. Exactly. You move on. <laughs> you let the anger settle. You let it go through you. Do you remember that show on Telemundo called Estamos Unidos? I do. What was that show? It was like a... It was... Was that like a sitcom? Telemundo trying to do sitcoms in like the early aughts. Was that around the time that they did the Spanish version of Charlie's Angels and Simon and Simon? <laughs> Angeles y Con Cristian de la Fuente. Uh, Reyes y Rey. Was Reyes it? y Rey. <laughs> what is Cristian de la Fuente? Cristian de la Fuente looks like the type of person... Did this happen? Or I'm not sure. Cristian de la... Fu... Cristian de la Fuente looks like the type of... Latin actor that would have one or two projects in English that didn't do that well, and he'd do Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> so he actually that actually happened. Would that happen? That's why he was, was on like, Dancing with the Stars. Okay, that's why I was like, okay, he was on am Dancing I with the Stars. This? He did, he did. I believe he did that. That that. Okay, that, so he was. That, he did that lawyer show with Dixie Carter. <laughs> that's why when I was saying that, I'm like, okay, did I dream this? No, because I'm seeing I'm dancing with the stuff. No, and then he did another show. He did something else. He he did like yeah, he did like two or three English projects. He did Dancing oh with the Stars. God, yes, we went from talking about genocide in Ukraine, <laughs> World War Three to Cristian de la Fuente. <laughs> Where is Cristian de la Fuente nowadays? I don't know, but I'm actually trying to get him for the show. So if we do, we'll ask him. He should do something with William Levy. It's the natural progression. That is true. <laughs> I, that's a lot of like jawline. <laughs> I don't know what what English reboot can they do? Because they would do a reboot. Chips? No, Chips has already been done. I think Chips is done. Chips is done. Okay, yeah, we're, okay, not, okay. we're not doing, we're not chips. doing chips. Okay. <laughs> 
Well, they, well, well they're, they're both they're both way, they're way too fit to do a remake of Jake and the Fat Man. Yeah, or Perry Mason. That's so neither of those is gonna work. No, Colombo, neither one of them has a weird eye. All right, what? Remington Steel. They could they could do a gay heart to heart. No, well. I mean, are we going to do investigator shows? I don't know I why shows? my mind went there immediately. <laughs> yeah. I actually thought about that too. You know? Oh, they could do like a, they could do, oh my God, they could do a remake of My Two Dads. There you go. I love it. Of my Two Dads. Okay, done. We're making this happen. Me do papi. See, that sounds like we're back to the gay heart to heart idea. <laughs> My two dads, Emilio Papi, are two very, very different, different properties. <laughs> and two very different networks. My two Papi sounds like one of those, you know, adult documentaries you find online. Oh my god. It's, I think it's, I think it's soda it's time. It's been a long day and it's really I, I, late. I think it's soda time. I think by the time we finish recording this, it's morning. The, the, the cock or noodle do <laughs> Como se llama la gallina? La, the rooster? The rooster. How do you say it in Spanish? El gallo. El gallo. El gallo. gallo. <laughs> this, is, this is weird in finer form than we were than we in were LA, in, yes, in absolutely. LA. Yes, yes absolutely. Yes. Yes. All right. But with that said, let's wrap it up because ya estamos like mal. Yeah. So do you want to... Do you want to go first no, with, with can, the last soda? All right, so I am going to go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go completely like just frivolous because again, it's been a week. Um, I don't know if you've seen it yet. There's a new documentary on Netflix called The Tinder Swindler, mm-hmm. and it's about this guy who would meet women on Tinder, and he was a con man, and he would like bilk them out of like thousands upon thousands of dollars. Um, it's a very. It, it's just one of those things where you can just put it on and watch, and you know what? It's totally enjoyable. It's it's a documentary. And what I love about it is that the, he would tell all these women that like, and this is all happening in Europe. Um, he would tell all these women that like to send him like, you know, $50,000 because, you know, his enemies were after him and he needed money to, to you know, escape them. And all I could think of was like, listen, I love you. And I don't think that if you asked me for 50 grand because your enemies, quote unquote, were after you. First of all, I'd be like, I've known you for 30 years. You don't have any enemies that are going to require that big of a payment. (laughs) Secondly, that's just a lot of money. Like, and he would bilk them over time for like more and more and more and more and more money. But now he has come out saying that he was not swindling these women. You know, no, that they just, you know, that those were loans and those were gifts and, and, you know, this, that, and the other. Never mind the fact that he was pretending to be the son of like a huge Israeli businessman. And he, As one does. And he is not. So mm-hmm. Tinder Swindler on Netflix. Watch it if you like to see people get their comeuppance. <laughs> <coughs> okay, well, there we go. Yeah. Okay, so. Mm. Well, and I'll say that after. I want to give my last soda, actually, to a model named Sofia Girao, a Puerto Rican model. Yes, I had totally forgotten this was on my list, yes. too. So she is the she is a model for Victoria's Secret, and she has Down Syndrome. Yes, and she is. I'm just going to say it. She's hot. Yeah, and, and I saw a few interviews of her. And, you know... 
it's like everything. We can't have nice things, right? Because oh God, what happened when social media, when when Victoria's Secret announced that earlier this week, um, you know, people online were like, "Oh, they're just trying to make money out of her," and oh, you well, know, that's what businesses do. And, and there yes. were people there who were saying, like, "Oh, you know, they're taking advantage of her." Wow, because she can't consent. And I thought that's insulting. That is insulting because somebody with Down syndrome can't consent. They're not incapacitated. Yeah, they can't consent, and actually. The people who, who who would write that on social media, a lot of people like harped back and were like, "No, no, no, they can't." There's also varying they degrees they of, but but you know, of Down I, I think that that's groundbreaking. Absolutely, that she's got Down syndrome and she's Latina. Yes, and and you know, and in Victoria's Secret, and you know, are they trying to rehash their image? Yeah. They, sure. Yeah, they are. You it's know, a business. You know, Victoria's Secret now came under fire in the last few years because their models, the angels, were, you know, did not have an inclusive shape. Right. Right. They, they, right. they promoted but, but, unhealthy but, body but, but, but you know, But you know, my, my, my comment to that is, it is true that the Victoria's Secret angels did not look like the everyday woman. That is true. And Victoria's Secret catered a lot to the male fantasy true. of a woman in lingerie. Right. Right. But it worked. Yeah. It worked because they made a lot of money yeah. and a lot of women bought a lot of things, right? I think that obviously as a company, they need to see when society shifts and shift accordingly. And shift accordingly to that because then they become a dinosaur. And then right. and then they really start becoming a company that is not representative of what women in this case want. Right. Right. And I think that they've done that. They they have like more inclusive the inclusivity is like way yeah, like yeah, yeah. they're making a they're they're the making an really effort. They're making yeah. an effort from different shapes and colors and sizes and stuff and now a model with Down syndrome. So you have to give them credit for at least trying and knowing that they have to do better. Right. right? Because you know as we always say it's like oh people want people, corporations, and everybody to do better, but then when they do better, oh, no, you're doing it for, for press. Or oh, you're doing it for money. Then right, so, like, so what do you want? So, okay, don't think I'm going to do Yeah, like, right, right, right. So, you know, hats off to, to them for for doing that. So. And to her. for yeah. To her also for, you know what, bucking what she probably heard a lot growing up was probably like, ay, niña, tú no, no, tú no luces como los modelos. Tú no puedes ser modelo. Right. And she was like, you know what, screw that. I'm right. going to be a model. Right, right. So, you know, Good for her and, you know, good for the company, you know, that, that, you know, that can, I mean, I'm sure that that's great for her career, but hopefully that will open the door to other models right. the next with like Down and syndrome next. and things like that, because that's something that up to now we really hadn't seen. So yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, wow. All right. that was, uh, it's, been, it's a lengthy I episode. feel like I just went on the Graviton. Oh no, don't throw up on me. No, mijito. I know how to ride the graviton. I'm one of those obnoxious people that is like floating in the ceiling. You would get like upside down. Oh, upside down. And then it's like, shit, the ride's ending. Like, let me go back to my pod. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Yeah, once gravity's back. Yeah. Oh, there goes gravity. So, everybody, well, that was an interesting episode. If you made it this far... Thank you for tagging along. Yep. Um, as always, remember, to, uh, we hope you listen, laugh, and learn. Yes. I, I feel that this episode, there was really a little bit of all three. There, We, we definitely were balanced this, yeah. this episode, yes. yes. Yeah. So uh, remember to grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you so much for joining us. If you are in Miami, we will be at the... Food and Wine Festival, yeah. South Beach Food and Wine Festival. Several like, of the events. Several of the events. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be eating burgers, and you're going to be having tacos Te- and tequila. tequila and, and all of it. I'm sure tote bags are in the mix. I Oh, my God. I'm so excited now. 
about the tote bag. I'm always excited about yeah, tote bags. Yeah, you got the last tote bag yesterday with flip-flops, which, which are my thing. I'm the flip-flop person. Well, then next time, get the tote bag. Ugh, whatever. Anyway, everybody have a great weekend. Thank you for listening. Uh, have a great week. Uh, yeah, rest week. of the week. <laughs> yeah. Pero Friday, pero weekend. Yeah. Have a good one. Bye, right, everybody. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.